This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is Life Hacks. So I fully realize now, as I come across more individuals, even the Wake Up Warrior group, that I operate at a level that is unlike most people. And I'm good with that. You know, I used to try to water that down a little bit and try to subdue myself and find people that ran close to the same speed and I'd just slow myself down or I, I wouldn't push so hard for what I believe in. And a while back I said, fuck all that. Like, I like how I live. I like what I do. And I'm going to guess that a lot of you are in a comparable boat. They look around and you take stock of your life and I realize like, man, not only could I do more, but I'm already doing a lot more than the people that I'm around. And if I'm doing more than the people that I'm around, well, how the fuck do I do more? Because no one's showing me the path. And so I thought, saw something a little different for today's episode, and that's to share with you guys some life hacks that I've found to make everything I do a little bit easier. And maybe easier is not the right word. I'll say more efficient. Because if it's easy, it's almost never worth doing. And so the biggest life hack to me was the commitment to the core four. Core four being Garrett White's deal from Wake Up Warrior. Garrett has his own podcast, Warrior on Fire. WakeUpWarrior.com, all things I am not associated with and the fact of I don't get paid to tell you about them. But I want to make sure I fully don't take credit for something that wasn't mine to create. See, the core four is an actionable series of events to put you in power every day. And power is one of these unique terms, like what is power? Well, power for me is feeling good and feeling great about myself and knowing that whatever comes at me, I'm going to be ready to kick its ass. And so the core four does that for me every day. You know, we have a a coy little slogan inside of Wake Up Warrior that core four before you hit the door so you're ready to go to war. Because we fully believe that the minute you leave your house for the day, the rest of the time the world is coming at you. Like you are under attack. Maybe you're not an entrepreneur. Maybe you don't own your own business. But just think about it. Like drivers that are beeping their fucking horns at you and coworkers that are talking shit about you and the person when you went to go get lunch that you think might have spit in your burrito. Like whatever it is, you have people that are attacking you. So being in power matters. So the biggest life hack for me is knowing that every day I have to do things before I leave my house. I have to make a green smoothie. Well, I suppose a base level life hack would be to go buy some pre-made green smoothies or go buy some powder and throw it in a cup and only ever drink that. And I've done that before. Admittedly, the past few days, that's how I've had my green smoothie. Right now, it's because I like it better. But the actual life hack that I would say associated with green smoothie are go to the store and buy yourself broccoli, spinach, kale, maybe some carrots, some celery, some green apples. Take the spinach and the kale and throw it in the freezer. Just throw it right in there. Take the apple, everything, do whatever the fuck you want to do with the apples. Blueberries. When you wake up in the morning, chop up the apple, throw it in your blender. Throw in some blueberries. Throw in the cayenne pepper. Throw in the MCT oil. Throw in whatever the hell else you want to throw in. But then go get the kale and the spinach out of the freezer. It's crunchy. It's frozen. And put it in. So what that does is it makes the smoothie a little bit colder. Gives it a a texture and a consistency that makes it more palatable to eat or drink. It's almost like you're chewing the shit anyways. And it might sound disgusting, but the taste, depending on how you flavor it, isn't miserable. It's not great, but to me it's not supposed to be. See, I'm drinking that smoothie to clean out my insides. It's a means to an end. Food is fuel. It's not for pleasure. Same thing when it comes to sweating. Like, I get it. We might not all have time to go to the gym every day. 
I make it a priority, so I find the fucking time. Like, it's not a negotiation for me. My whole day feels off if I don't work out. But if I couldn't work out, and I know I couldn't, I sure as shit can drop down and try to get to 200 push-ups. I can do 300 air squats. I can do some burpees, some jumping jacks. I get my heart rate up and time myself and make sure I do at least 20 minutes of something inside my house. Same thing with meditation. Like, meditation used to be this weird thing where I used to think you just hummed. Now I can't imagine a day passing without meditation because I get this great sense of peace and gratitude and just universal connection. And the, the hack I found for meditation is something called the muse, M-U-S-E. You know, it shifted me from thinking fingers, legs crossed and fingers touching and humming and put something around it that I could quantitate my success. See, a muse, you put this headband on, go over your head, you know, go across your forehead, go behind your ears, and it monitors your brain waves. And as your brain waves decrease or you become more close to theta, which is the ultimate relaxation state right before you're asleep, when you get closer to theta, what happens is you hear these birds chirp and the sounds of the ocean diminish. And eventually, if you can become calm enough, it sounds like you're in a fucking bird sanctuary. That's what it should be to me. So then it starts, I can start seeing and tracking my progress day over day. So I tested it just yesterday because I had taken so much time away from it because I meditate differently now that I've expanded just to make sure I still had it. You know, went nine minutes and was completely zen the whole time. It was like the thing didn't even register that I was in moderate brainwaves. You know, everything was very low. After that, you med- your journal. Maybe journaling, like, if you're like me, I don't love to necessarily handwrite because I can't read my own writing. Like, I have to write so fucking slow in order to read my writing. But I can type pretty quickly. I don't care if it's spelled correctly or not, I just need to type it to get it out. So what I found for life hack for me is in journaling, instead of like journaling in some book, I write down on my phone or my computer. I sit there and type. And type and type and type until it stops. Like there is no end to it. Same thing we start looking at the life hack associated with Lindsay and Gianna's text messages every morning. I found that I can start them out the same because it's heartfelt. Like every morning I say to, to Lindsay, I love you. Because I do. It makes it easy. So every message, Lindsay, sweetheart, baby, whatever it is, whatever I call her to start with, I then put, I love you, and then share what was impactful from the day before. What is something that I love, honor, or appreciate about her? Same thing with Gianna. Every day, especially as a young child, thinking everything I went through in my life, I tell her she's the most beautiful, powerful, intelligent, and unlimited daughter in the world, that she can do anything she wants to. Because I truly want her to know every day that she can. I don't want anything to ever slow her down. I want her to be the best version of herself. Same thing when reading a book. You know, I used to read and it was drudgery for me. Like I fucking hated reading. Just a waste of time. What I found is you start reading for purpose instead of just accomplishment, life gets easier. So I read looking for a message every time. And I predetermine what that message is going to be. Like This week I've been reading, looking on trying to figure out how to be a better leader. Okay, so I can't stop reading a book until it's a practical application of how to lead people better from the message I gather from the book. So that that whole sequence of events, that core four, sets the frame for the rest of my day. Like all that stuff happens every day before I leave the house. The next thing for me is, is fuel. And not fuel for your car, which is what most of us look at it. Fuel for our bodies. Most of us, in my opinion, eat very reactionarily. Like, you know it's lunchtime, your coworkers are leaving for lunch, so you get up and leave for lunch. And you know you should eat better, but you don't really know how. 
And you're sure as shit when you get home from a busy day's work or over the weekend when you can finally relax, you don't want to go to the grocery store and go grocery shopping and then come home and then unpack the groceries and then make the food and then find Tupperware and then put in Tupperware and then put it away and clean all the shit up. Like none of us want to do all that stuff. At least I sure as shit don't. I mean, Lindsay's in the studio. She's laughing at me right now. Like, I don't like doing any of that. What I found to be much easier, although it's painful on the pocketbook, is to buy pre-made meals. And it's not painful because it's more money, because honestly, it's not. I, I use a company called Clean Eats, E-A-T-Z. Friends of mine own it. Met them through my buddies at First Form. And what happens is I order 30 meals for 175 bucks, and they come right to my door. And those meals are healthy. They're organic food. It's lean meats and pro or lean meats and uh, I get vegetables and I'm getting carbohydrates. And it shows up. And although it's the same meals every day, I know that I can add quality fuel to my body anytime I need to. And so I bring them to the office every day. They're in a little cooler. I get hungry, I eat them. Super simple. No longer am I going to Chipotle and spending 13 bucks on a burrito and a bag of chips. Yes, I might have spent the 175 bucks on Sunday to order food for the next week. But you think about it, that's six fifty a meal or so. Six bucks a meal. I can't eat a burrito for six bucks. I can't eat I can eat two meals for the cost of one burrito, and it's twice as healthy. Like it's crazy the fact that you can now in today's society choose a ninety-nine cent cheeseburger from McDonald's, which is going to eventually kill you, or you can choose to Take some time and order some meals. Let's jump into training a little bit. Like for me, I didn't realize the benefits of HRV, heart rate variation, and what that really means inside your body. And many of you might not know what it is either. So what it is essentially training your body to run more efficiently so your heartbeats don't extend too high up or too high, too low down based off physical exertion. You know, it's super easy to get exhausted and go running and do all these things. But when you over time can start training, tracking and monitoring what's going on in your body, you can start to make better decisions. So I wear something called a whoop every day. W-H-O-O-P. If you look it up, it's not pretty. You might see it in some of my videos. It's a black band. There is no display on it. There's nothing fancy. I haven't had anybody ask me what it is yet, but it doesn't look like anything. Just a nylon band around my wrist. But lo and behold, this little nylon band is consistently computing almost every variable of my athletic prowess. I know at the end of every day how much sleep I need to optimize my function the next day. Know how many calories I should have eaten throughout the day. I know how much physical exertion I've had. I know roughly every key performance indicator to optimize my body. And lo and behold, it's spot on. Like if I don't get enough sleep, it flashes up red on the screen like you shouldn't train that hard today because you're probably tired as I'm yawning in the car driving to the gym. Like it knows. And it knows based off variables you put in. Like it's only as good as the data that you enter in on the front side. But short of that is incredible. It's an amazing life hack. I'm also going to jump into the stuff of life hacks of business. Like, let's say you have a great idea and you know it's outside your scope of ability. There are so many resources now to outsource work to areas of the world where employment is less money. And yes, I know, keep jobs in the US. I love all those things and I agree with them. 
But for me, when we transcribe every one of these podcasts and I can send it to somebody in the Philippines and for under a dollar a minute, I can have it transcribed and sent back to me and they get it done within an hour, it's really tough for me to say no. Same thing, those of you that want to write a book. I'm taking the old-fashioned one actually typing my book, but really what makes sense, what I encourage everybody else to do, what I've asked my friends to do, is voice record notes in your phone and then send them to a service that will transcribe them. Think about all the time it cuts down on writing the book. How about this podcast? Like there's, a, there's a hack to a podcast. There's a hack in the way that you post it and promote it to get top ranking. Same thing with Amazon. I'm going to be an Amazon number one bestseller. Know how I know that? Because I understand the back-end algorithm on how Amazon ranks books. And if I can get a certain number of people to download or buy my book after the book launches from enough different IP addresses and enough different time zones, they give more weight and rank to me in the first 48 hours, which allows me to be an Amazon number one bestseller. All I have to do is capitalize on how to play that algorithm. That's a hack to me. But there's hacks for everything around you. Like as an entrepreneur, we want to hold everything close to our chest. Like I want to do everything myself. I want to know that I can do everything. That's like the worst plan ever. If any of you have read Tim Ferriss's four hour work week, he hits the nail right on the head. Like outsource everything. Like free up your time. Like what's your time worth? What are experiences worth? More than you can really put a dollar amount on. At least for me. I look at the car side of things. Like I drive a nice car. I care about what I drive. I care about what Lindsay drives. I've always been a car guy. I've always wanted a clean car. So a hack for me is finding a detailer that is superior to every other detailer in Columbus. A guy that uses a special type of nanotechnology polymer that goes over your paint. And what happens is this polymer bonds. So as you get scratches in your paint, they self-heal. You can't see the scratches. You don't have to wax your car again. If you run through a car wash, there's no swirl marks. You can spray off the dirt with a, a slight pressure wash. So it's saving me. It might cost me a thousand bucks to get a car detailed, which right now you're gasping like, holy shit, how do you spend a thousand dollars to get your car detailed? That, that makes no sense. Well, listen to me for a second. Let's say you go to a, a car wash and you spend 15 or 20 bucks a week to get your car washed. There's 50 weeks in a year. How much money do you think you spent all year to get your car clean? About 1100 bucks. And it's not as clean as my car. It's just the way that you look at life. It's the way we all look at life. There's just endless hacks all around us. And we look at hacking as, as a bad term to me. And it shouldn't be. It should just be a more efficient term. You know, hacks with Lindsay and Gianna and my, and my family life. Every Sunday, I sit down and do something called the General's Tent. And in the General's Tent, it's a wake-up warrior term, I sit down and I plan out exactly what's going to happen that week. Like, I know on Sunday night that Lindsay and I are going to go on our date night on Monday night. I know where we're going to go. I know where we're going to eat. I know the outcome that's desired. I know all of it. It is not a guess. I don't really care what happens throughout the day on Monday. It becomes non-negotiable. I'm going to go home, pick her up, and we're going, we're going to go on our date. Same thing happens with Gianna. I take time to plan out my day on Sunday so I know that I'm going to date her later in the week, Tuesday or Wednesday, or Wednesday or Thursday. Typically, it's Thursday because Wednesday night, Wednesday night is our family date night. 
where we all get together and we make food as a family together. Because it's so easy for Lindsay just to pick up the ball and run with it because I'm working or I'm not paying attention or it's just not important to me or I have my pre-made meals like, and it, the ball just bounces. So on Wednesday, I make sure that we all do it together. But also in the general sense, I take one day a week to do something for myself where I know the fact of I'm going to spend that time just with me. I'm going to do something that I enjoy. And I'm not going to have to apologize for it. I'm going to clear time on my schedule. Which leads to the next life hack. Like, how are you setting up your days? Are you reactive or proactive? I'll tell you, me, I feel a hell of a lot better if I'm proactive than reactive. So in an effort to be proactive, I take 10 minutes in the previous day and plan out my successes in the next day. I know the high-level things I have to do in the order I need to do them in. I wake up in the morning, I do my core four, and I try to typically eat the frog first. What eat the frog is a Tony Robbins principle. You do the one thing that you despise doing the most, and you get that done first. Because if you can do that first, the rest of your day becomes really easy. Super easy. But you have to be willing to do it, and you have to be willing to implement it. But then from there, I use something called Calendly. C-A-L-E-N. DLY.com. What that is is a virtual app that allows me to text message or email that to people and have them pick time out on my schedule. From then, the system automatically updates them and keeps me updated with text message email alerts if anything changes. So we know as we get closer to the time that I'm not wasting my time getting prepared for a phone call that's not going to happen. It's incredible. Like it's almost endless. There's an app I use on my phone called Apnea. What apnea does is teach you how to breathe more efficiently. Now, you can live, I think it's two or three weeks without water if you had to. Most of us could live a month or six weeks without food if we had to. Most of us won't last more than three or four minutes without air. But none of us pay attention to how we breathe. None of us train our breathing. So this app, this free app, Apnea, teaches you a sequence of holding your breath and releasing your breath in a certain cadence to expand your lung capacity over time. How great is that? Everything you do requires breath. What if you could do it more efficiently? You get more stuff done. Same thing with yard work. I fucking hate yard work. Hate it. Hate it. So instead of taking my time, which I put immense value on my time. Not necessarily because I make the income to justify, but because I can't get more of it. So when I do that, I look at, it's almost my moral obligation to find someone that's less fortunate that I can pay $20 to mow my yard. And less fortunate doesn't have to be a condescending term. It can just be the fact that that's where they're at in life. I started my career, if you will, mowing yards. I had a neighborhood business where I would go around and ring doorbells and create pamphlets and flyers, and I had 10 or 12 lawns that I mowed throughout our neighborhood. Pushed our little blue lawnmower all over the place. Had to pay for my own gas the whole nine. I want to pass that forward. I want to make sure that other people have that opportunity if they so desire. The biggest life hack to me is asking. Like, find someone that you trust. Find someone that you think has more than you or you aspire to have some of the things that they have or the way that their mind works and start asking them questions. Ask for five or 10 minutes of their time. I will guarantee you if the person is worth anything, if they have even the slightest bit of moral fiber to themselves, they will give you the five or 10 minutes because we've all been there. Like I'm nowhere near the level of success I'm gonna achieve. It's just not there yet. But I keep asking those that have that level of success how they got there, what they did, 
What are the tips? What are the tricks? And it all boils down to the same with them. It's all consistency. It's find something you're passionate about and just don't ever stop. Here we are on podcasting. It's a first step. So I have endless additional hacks like this. I don't want this episode to drear, drear on and drag on too long. I've got to say another one in the car. Like how much time do we waste in the car listening to talk radio or not even talk radio, like the, the bullshit commercials that are on regular radio. Almost every car I hop in today has some sort of Bluetooth interface. And if it doesn't, they still sell CDs places. Buy yourself a book on tape, book on CD, download one to your iTunes, get an iTunes subscription for $9 a month and listen to books that way. Like all the time that you're commuting, going back and forth, the average 47 minute commute for the average individual in the US, that's 47 minutes you could be reading. You can read a book a week just by listening to it in the car. I think all the time you just waste listening to dumb shit. I'm guilty. I used to do that stuff all the time. Then I started driving back forth in Columbus to Akron and I was going through a book every two days. An hour and a half drive. Each way. Five days a week. These hacks are impactful. And I know I'll have more episodes about life hacks. Like I, n- I never want to stop sharing these with you guys. Shit, the way my mind works. Adaptogens. Jump into health real quick. Adaptogens are crazy. We have environmental stresses that go on in our life all the time. Your hormones get out of whack. You've had a rough day at work. Maybe you had too much, you know, too many beers the night before. Whatever the stuff is that knocks your body off body off kilter. It's off natural homeostasis. What adaptogens do are help your body process those negative things, just negative stressors in your body, process them through and get more cognitive function going. So whether it's lion's mane or ashwagandha, there's a long list of them, but you can literally go to Amazon and just buy adaptogens. Same thing with me. If I'm going to have a high carbohydrate meal, I try to, prior to having the high carbohydrate meal, have MCT oil, medium chain triglycerin oil, and some ketones. Why do I have that? Because it helps your body process carbohydrates more efficiently. It means the carbs that you're eating that taste so good that spike your insulin are actually being flushed through your body. It might not be the most pleasant bathroom experience when you're done, but you're not ingesting unnecessary carbs and just having them stored as fat spiking your insulin. Pretty pointless. Another hack for those of you that want to feel younger. You know, I'm in my mid-30s. I want to feel like I did when I was 20. I want the same energy and stamina and sexual prowess. I want all that stuff. So I have to optimize my testosterone versus my estrogen. There's a product called DIM, D-I-M. You can buy it at any grocery store on the planet. DIM is actually the primary thing that works inside of broccoli to help your body process excess estrogen. And as a man, if you have excess estrogen, you gain fat around your midsection, around your seat. You don't get as hard of an erection. You might not even have sex drive. So you have two options. Eat a shitload of broccoli all the time or supplement that with dim. I mean, there's more options than that, but those are very quick, easy options. I'd rather eat, take some dim. I eat broccoli too, but dim is way easier. And these things just keep popping up. So if you guys have any questions, any things that you want life hack advice on that I can actually say that I've done, please shoot me an email at ryan at gsdmediagroup.com. I would love to respond back and forth or hop on social media. Super active on Ryan Nidell on Instagram, or even on Facebook. My personal profile page is filled up, but hop on the, the business page, just Ryan Nidell. Love to correspond and go back and forth. I'd also love to know what your life hacks are. Love to gain some knowledge from you guys. 
So you start combining all these life hacks together and start taking these steps and adding one on top of the other. You'll find that for me, I'm able to just get shit done. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume audio and subscribe to 15 Minutes to Freedom. If this brought you value, please do me a favor and drop me a five-star rating. Then share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. For additional content, head over to ryannidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.